Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. Today we have a special guest joining us, Jada Parks Chatterjee. Jada Parks is a registered nurse and lactation consultant. I had the pleasure of working with Jada a few years back. So, so great to have her on today's episode. I was truly blessed and I truly, truly did enjoy today's episode. A lot of laughs, um, a lot of moments, aha moments, a lot of mm, wow moments. <laughs> but I really did truly, truly, and I hope you all do too. Um, today we talk about maintaining mind, body, and spirit, knowing when to let go and when to hustle. So Jada talks a lot about that, and she also talks about motherhood and the important roles that our children plays in our lives. I feel like today's episode is well-rounded. It's for us women. Um, she shared a lot about her stories and about what she does as a mom. And I think we can kind of learn from each other. So I hope today's episode, you truly enjoyed today's episode. Also, just want to thank each and every one of you who actually tunes in every time Sister Crown drops an episode. We truly do appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you. All right, let's get into it. Oh, we back again. Welcome back to another episode of Sisters Crown Podcast, a podcast for women uplifting women to change the mindset of competing to uplifting one another. I am your host, Bill Keese Asaramo. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we have a special guest joining us, Jada Chatterjee. Hi, Jada. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Much better now. It's nice to be on with you. Oh, yay. I'm excited to have you on. But before we start today's episode, can you please introduce yourself for our listeners? Yes. My name is Jada Parks Chatterjee. I'm a registered nurse and a lactation consultant. I am a mother to an eight-year-old. I am also a homeschool teacher and a wife and a friend. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jada. So I know today um, we're going to talk about maintaining mind, body, and spirit and knowing when to let go and when to hustle. Yeah. What's that all about? Well, I think, you know, I like to try to start my day as often as possible. You know, mm-hmm. the practice is the work, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. is the practice that allows you to be able to maintain consistency. And um, I like to start off either listening to some really nice, calm music. Mm-hmm. I like to meditate and pray first thing in the morning before I even get out of bed. I have a beautiful view of the, the mountains and I just, I watch the sunrise and I do give gratitude, you know, before I even get the crust out of my eyes. I'm just like, oh, thank you for <laughs> breath, you know, and um, I give gratitude for my, my lovely partner and, and then I go and I lay hands on my son and I Mm. And gratitude for his presence and just his innocence because it, it it really does it really does drive me to be the best version of myself. Mm. Yeah. And I think that is a start to the day to get your mind right. Mm. Yeah. I don't think about all the things that I need to do. Not until, you know, when I get to the bathroom. 
when I get to the bathroom, I let out all the waste. Like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. <laughs> um, you are funny. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's the stuff that takes your time and your energy. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that's energy. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have done a pretty decent job with grace of kind of orchestrating my life to be in a way that is slower mm-hmm. than what it once was. And I'm really, really enjoying it. Wow. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, 2020 was a, was a year and, mm-hmm. all, you know, there's lots of, lots of changes that have occurred. Um, for me, I have been very lucky to remain healthy and my family has been lucky to remain healthy and I've, and I still work inpatient. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm really grateful for that because I, I got to see stuff mm. and, you know, that was very triggering and it just really reminded me of the preciousness of life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I started making, you know, goals to not be about me. And that's a work in progress as well, but mm-hmm. goals that really contribute to the, to the legacy. And the legacy. Can you, can you elaborate more on that? Yeah. Yeah. The legacy is, is the, is the presence of the child because he is the light. The children mm. are the light. They lead us. They should lead us because they're untainted. And, mm. you know, they are honest when they are not interrupted a lot of times we interrupt our children's honesty because it's you know the truth hurts (laughs) but I just really you know started making goals to play and to play for longer periods of time and then Mm. to play without my phone and uh, that is a big one i'm not gonna lie that phone mm-hmm. is a big one it's 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 a big issue you know yep and it's time consuming mm-hmm. and it doesn't contribute to the foundation of the legacy i mean you know you can use your phone you can use electronics obviously in the modern world in order to create a a whole life mm-hmm. of, you know stuff right and a whole career filled with people and, and followers and, and audiences. And so that's there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I just, I've made a kind of an intentional choice to just really keep my mind focused on, you know, the developing mind that is happening in front of my face that I have mm-hmm. to be a part of. I mean, like mm-hmm. he is... It is a gift. Being a mother, right? Being a part of this hood is no joke, right? It is not to be taken lightly because there are so many people that would like to be a part of this hood and are unable to. And so I just, I think, you know, the pandemic really allowed me to just take a step back and Mm -hmm. think, what would my grandmother be doing right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was born in the early 1900s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, my parents were much older when they when they decided to have me. So I had a grandmother who was a homemaker, but also a contributor to the community. 
And she was very much about the children, right? And the mm-hmm. and the children in the community. And and so, you know, I just try to maintain that focus. And it's not easy because, you know, I'm like, I'm cute and I'm smart and I'm, you know, <laughs> yes, you are. Okay. So, you know, the opportunities, um, they're definitely there. Yeah. And, um, it's not easy to say no, thank you. Mm, that's a big one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to say no, thank you. And so then I, you know, go into meditation. I, I talk to my partner a lot. We weigh pros and cons. And what it really comes down to is how is this going to affect my time contributing to the present moment and the present moment is the unfiltered child mm-hmm. yeah elaborate more on that unfiltered child i mean you know we just allow him to lead now there is mm, got it okay there's a balance of boundaries and i mean i'm very southern mm-hmm. so like we're now going through a phase of uh, teaching him you know our reiterating table manners <clears throat> okay got it Mm-hmm. not having your elbows on the table because I was a debutante and, you know, I want to make sure that I pass down all those gems mm-hmm. that I now understand why were, you know, why it was so important for that my mother like kind of jammed it in. Mm. Right. Because yeah. I'm not necessarily trying to walk in the footsteps of my mother because I don't think she, I don't, I don't think her walk was easy. I do, and I definitely don't think my grandmother's walk was easy, but I do think my grandmother's walk was more intentional, focused on the child and God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having him pray, mm-hmm. taking turns for having him to pray at dinner, to, you know, having him have to recognize when moments of gratitude show up and giving him space to speak about that, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we came from you know, that infancy state into adults and we acquired a lot of traits. So it's like, okay, what am I going to put in his box? Mm. So this season in your life, you're pouring into your son. I am present. I'm trying to be very present for him. I'm so grateful to be able to be Mm -hmm. a mother. I mean, I think that in the last maybe two weeks, um, it's, you know, I, I mean, I had, always been very grateful to be a mother but mm-hmm. in the, the last two years I was like oh my gosh I can't believe I have the opportunity to do this and then as I continue to let go mm-hmm. of um, things that were taking up my time good stuff mm-hmm. right I mean I do good work but it was not good for my child and this is a job like being a mm-hmm. mother for me is a is a job and, and I think right. also just like taking on homeschool and having the privilege to be able to do that and to be at home with him, but still be able to have an income because I'm a nurse. So shout mm-hmm. out to everybody who is even thinking about, you know, being a caregiver, like go to nursing school. We need nurses. Go to nursing we school. We need nurses that actually care. Um. <laughs> we need nurses that actually care. And that, and that's a, and that that's a big one. Good. I'm not going to lie. That's a real big one. Ones that actually care about their patients and, you know, advocate and speak up for their patients. And, you know, I think that, I think that sometimes we only see the surface of that and mm-hmm. we don't take the, we, we, we can do a better job of taking a moment to dig and have more empathy as to why. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, now there are some issues with humans. Let's just, uh, that is very clear, right? Right, that part. (laughs) But I think that as women being, I don't know what the the numbers are now, but like at one point, like women were the breadwinners Mm. in, you know, families where there is a woman of color or there are people of color that are being cared for, like the woman is the breadwinner. So, and black women, we are about that hustle, right? So we are not going to let our families not eat and we will pick up two full-time nursing jobs in order to make those things happen Mm -hmm. or there to be some sense of a quality life. Been there. Right. Right. Been Mm -hmm. there, done that. Until one day my kid told me he didn't like it when I went to work at night. Oh, wow. And he was like, he was just like, I don't really like it when you're not here at night. And I was like, really? You know, I had all these things that I was explaining to him of the why, right? Like I wanted to Mm -hmm. get more labor and delivery experience and make sure that I kept my skills up. And I really liked being present for the parents so they could have an advocate at the bedside that understood what was happening physiologically and felt confident enough and assertive to Mm -hmm. be able to engage with the provider and be like, I don't think that's right. Right. But he was just like, yeah, but I don't like you because you're not here to read to me at night and I don't get to snuggle with you. And you don't oh. give me my massages at night when you're not here. Daddy, don't do this. So I was like, oh, OK. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot. Oh, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Very clear about what how he liked to be loved. Yeah. Oh, that's deep. So I was like, ooh. Okay, well, that's, Mm -hmm. I always believe follow the children. They are the light. As a lactation consultant, I, you know, I get to see lots of families in their most vulnerable states and really gently nudging them to be okay to allow someone that came from them, Mm. right? Like this is a part of you. Why, Why would a part of you in their most innocent state lead you in the wrong direction? God would not do that. That is not how Mother Nature works. Mm, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Data you hit on. So he's just, you know, wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and it's complicated. It's not easy. You know, like now we're like reading all kinds of stuff. Girl, we read this. He's reading Judy Bloom. So I'm pulling back. He's an avid reader. He loves to read. He's in second grade, but he's reading like chapter books. It's, it's, it's lovely. And impressive. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. It's really good. And so, um, Doing a good job, mom. You're doing Yay! it. Yay! We are <laughs> loving it. We're loving it. I came from a family of educators. And that was oh, another thing, Billy. I was just like, you know what? I'm out here educating and training other people when there's a child at home. Mm. I can educate my own kid right now, right? In the, in, you know, with these current circumstances, I, I can do this, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I came from great educators, right? Like I am, I am of the legacy of great educators, right? And so it's just like, all right, wow, you know? So we're reading Judy Bloom and all of a sudden, girl, like I was supposed to read this book with him, like, cause we read at night together still. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> he had, we had finished one book and then he immediately moved on to the next book. And before I got to him, he was already 10 chapters in. Oh, wow. Yeah, girl, like two days, he was like 10 chapters. A whole second grader. A whole second grade. I mean, he, wow, yeah, this is impressive. He just turned eight in January. And so, you know, we try to do a lot of like family reading because my husband's at home as well. And so I'm like reading and all of a sudden it gets to the point where there's a character that is talking about Santa Claus. 
And so mm. I couldn't stop reading it. So I just, you know, I like kept reading. And then at a certain point, I was like, oh, shit, let me skip some of this to preserve this kid's imagination, right? It's right. Imagination. And <laughs> so later, I, you know, my husband was like, well, I mean, like, what's going on? Like, you're reading these books. And I'm like, I know, I mean, but I couldn't like stop reading it. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, but you know what? How wonderful is it that we're actually the ones that are present with him? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what, you know, I mean, kids are lovely and, you know, all the things. Well, that's, that's kind of where I am in life right now. Far cry from where I was when you met me, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a while since I've seen you actually, too. Um, yeah, it's been a minute. A hot, hot minute. Yeah. So what what do you say to women who is trying to maintain their body, mind, and spirit at the same time be present for their family, for their loved ones, for their friends? Like how how do one maintain? Do you have like um any type of steps that they can follow or advice that, that can help them? Yes. A very dear friend of mine, Anne-Marie, um, she's absolutely lovely human and... I was living two floors above her. We all lived in the lofts downtown, you know, before it became trendy. And mm-hmm. she she had two kids, like back to back. And oh, wow. Yeah. So I asked her one day, like, what, you know, because she was becoming frazzled. And she's like, I don't have time to meditate. Like, and, you know, so then once she tried to um, meditate, right before they woke up, like maybe 20 minutes before they woke up. Mm -hmm. And she was like, girl, you know, they realized that I was gone. (laughs) I was on the balcony. I mean, it's not that far, right? It's just a lot. And so she said, by the third day, you know, after, you know, two days of them like screaming and beating on the window and her trying to ignore them to go deep into her meditation. She was like, by the third day, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do two things. First, I'm going to now, I'm going to invite them to sit and meditate with me. Mm. So that's a lesson. That is a lesson because as a mother, right, your womb mate, you don't always want to be away from you, right? And there, there's tons of literature to support the long-term benefits of, they call it attachment parenting, right? Mm-hmm. And there's tons of literature to support that. When we are close to our children, it improves their sense of trust, security, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they are, they do become more confident, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, let's do a very cultural spin on this. And let's talk about, as Black women, our ancestors somebody was always holding on to those babies when they had them, partly out of fear of mm-hmm. them being taken away, right? And so right. they kept us close. Um, mm. And, and you know, in my, one of my first careers, because my, my background is kinesiology, so I studied human movement in college. And, um, and then I went to massage therapy school. And okay. we talk about therapeutic touch, and we talk about... <clears throat> sound and vibration and energy, then 
you know, think about when you lay your babies on your chest, if you're talking and you lay them on your chest, right? Not, not talking in an angry manner, but like talking to a person that you really love mm-hmm. and you're talking, they will eventually calm down and they will likely fall asleep. Mm. And part of that is, you know, the vibration of sound of your voice, because that is a memory for them in mm-hmm. utero, right? Remember, they've been hanging out in water. And <laughs> I love how you said water. water. So Southern. <laughs> right? And then, you know, hearing the heartbeat, mm-hmm. the therapeutic touch, because you're holding them. So having her children sit on the balcony with her meditating, they went on years like that. Oh, wow. Right. So invite them into your space. Plus you're teaching them, you're laying seeds. Everything you say, everything you do, (laughs) every eyebrow and every eye roll, baby. Right. Like Mm -hmm. they are picking it up. They're little sponges and they are imitating and emulating everything that they see from you. Mm -hmm. So take every moment that you get. Right. And then the second one for those that are just like, okay, girl, really? Like, am, am, are they really going to come to the gym with me? Um, the second one is, is that means that you as the adult parent has to make a decision to carve out time for yourself. And that mm-hmm. requires discipline. So that's discipline is a huge one for me. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Motivation. I can get that here and there, but discipline it's difficult it's hard it it is it's not easy at all um i you know i i think if the you you have you then have to begin making a little bit of lifestyle change and and Mm -hmm. environmental changes that might mean that might mean that you know you're not hanging out with the same people because Mm -hmm. you might not be disciplined and driven you may not be driven to do the things that are going to be good for you Mm -hmm. thriving is a job you have to you have to work to thrive um and and it's not leaps and bounds Mm -hmm. that need to take in order to thrive but small steps so for the so either they you know sit with you and are with you or you carve out time for yourself maybe you get up an hour ahead of time mm-hmm. when the house is quiet or maybe you do like I do and just let your kids sleep until they wake up. <laughs> <laughs> People, but we, I remember on like his, maybe he was two. My husband and I were so excited to play Santa. Oh my God. We love being Santa. Santa's awesome. Um, <laughs> any reason to get into character, right? It's fun. It's childhood. Right, yeah. it is childhood mm-hmm. and it is fun, and that is what keeps you young. And we were sitting there; and it was like nine o'clock. We were like, "Oh my gosh, when's this kid gonna wake up?" You know, eleven o'clock. We were like, "Okay, we're starting to get a little tipsy for too many mimosas. Maybe we need to start drinking water because I don't know when this kid's gonna wake up." Twelve o'clock, the kid wakes up. He comes down. He's just like, oh, "Santa came!" Right, and we were just like, "Okay, our kid is not the child that is waking up at five in the morning. He is not the one." I pray for every person to have that child. And he sleeps very nicely through the night. Um, but he is a sleep fighter. So that's a whole nother conversation. 
Um, so, you know, uh, allowing their natural sleep rhythm to occur. Now that comes with a lot of privilege because if, you're, if you need to get up and be out the door at a certain time, let's say mm -hmm. you need to walk in and be at work by 7.30 <clears throat> and you need to drop your kid off at daycare by 6.45 in order to get to work by 7.30 um, in peace, then you might need to get up at 4.45. Mm -hmm. right? Or you can use the time between the daycare drop-off when your car is quiet and pop on the Mindful Mamas app in order to listen to a meditation. Because who said you had to be in a sanctuary in order to pray and meditate and, you know, turn inward and give yourself some moments of peace? It doesn't have to be 30 minutes or an hour. Mm -hmm. Maybe you get to work early enough to walk around your facility outside in silence. Listen to music, put headphones on. When you put headphones on, all you have to do is give people peace signs and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to like, you know, you have to be creative with your, with how you take care of yourself when you are part of the motherhood. Just like if you live in the hood, you gotta get creative on how what streets you going down and <laughs> what time you going to the store and what store you going to. So mm -hmm. you know you have to get creative in order to in that in that manner that is to create a sense of peace and well being. It's all the mm -hmm. same. It's just a perspective. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's important. Like for me in the morning, I try to wake up early, like about an hour before my kids. Mm -hmm. I pray. And then actually, too, when I wake them up, I will say, did you say good morning to Jesus today? Yep. And then I'll also, uh, when we're driving on our way to school, because I drop one at school and one at daycare, well, slash daycare preschool. And um, so we play some music. Um, we do some prayers. So I try to include them as well. And, you know, when I do drop them off, then I just go into my own quiet mode and I pray and I sing yeah. and literally my car is a worship place I really worship in my car yeah. and I feel like that gets my mind ready before I enter the workplace okay because once I walk in through that door it is chaotic um but I start my morning off like this so it can help me when I come into work because I feel like sometimes the morale um the environment people can just throw you off so when i come in a with a sound mind a spot mm. so i agree um we just have to find balance for ourselves and know that it's not easy but if we continue doing it consistently i it will become easy yeah five minutes every day right yeah. right mm -hmm. pick a number right my favorite number is 10 okay 10 minutes every day mm -hmm. if you do 10 lunges right mm -hmm. maybe 10 wall push-ups before you eat maybe you do 10 tricep dips right before, mm -hmm. before you leave after you wash your hands in the bathroom maybe you just turn around and do 10 tricep dips right every little bit counts because what ends up happening is is that your body releases hormones mm -hmm. and you know they're in called endorphins that you like the inside of your body's like, hey, we haven't seen y'all in a minute. Been? <laughs> right? Like you hear yeah. things like, oh my God, like I can't go a day without working out. My my body is just not the same. It's because on the inside, your your endorphins and your your mm -hmm. endocrine system, right? That system that helps to regulate 
your thyroid, mm-hmm. your diabetes, your cardiovascular system, those those hormones release and your body's like, OMG, we have space for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Magic on your, on your system. Because mm-hmm. cardiovascular disease, right? And now we're going to go to the body because I, I think this is really important. <clears throat> I always have things that I like to make sure to share um, when I get a moment. And the first one is to drink water. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. A pure luxury in order to have access to clean water in this country, though. Afforded. Real talk, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? If you at work and they have a like a clean filter water system, be about that life and bring your jug and fill it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Half your body weight in ounces a day. Yeah, I I actually have, um, I can probably, probably give my um, listener, like, maybe I can post a link of a jug that I bought. It gives you like a time, but you have it. You have to fill it up two times because the bottle's really. It's not that huge, gigantic gallon looking like one. Yeah. But um, you will have to fill it up after twelve noon, and I believe it goes until six p.m. again. Um, but it helps you get all your water intake. Um, I actually bought it as a gift for some of the people in my workplace, and we all had fun with it. Yeah. It, it caused us to drink water. Literally, because um, we had actual a bottle to fill up. Um, yes, I, I agree with that. Actually, get your water intake every day. And if you can do things in connection with other people, mm-hmm. that is so good for your mental health. Yes, that support group is good. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you don't even have to make a big deal about it. Like sometimes I think um, we kind of go overboard with organizing and like coordinating and stuff. Sometimes you know authenticity come on with the message yes you know it's just like hey girl hey right yeah you see me flip okay like you know I'm a little cry cry and I love to have a good time and so um you know sometimes I might just you know break out and just do a twerk session and you know like the girls some of the girls are just like I can't do that like how do I make my booty move that way and I'd be like girl it's like this see I knew you're my sister I knew you were my stepsister I knew it. I'd be doing those twerk sections. <laughs> I mean, you know, because guess what? It it's heart rate going. It really does like, you know, mm. fire your hamstring muscles because you've been sitting or standing all day. Yes. Firing your hamstring and your quad muscles. And if you could really get up on your tiptoes and then drop down to your knees, girl, hear me. And we do this at work. I kid you not, because my whole department is just female. (laughs) We do that. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm tired. I need to drop down real quick. (laughs) And it helps my hamstring, actually. And we hold our emotions Mm -hmm. in our Mm. Mm hands. Yep. So stretch it out, work it out, twerk it out. <laughs> one of the girls the other night we were twerking after after work in the locker room we was getting dressed and she was just like she calls me jades and she was like jades this was really good i'm sweating <laughs> and i'm yeah. like oh, that was two minutes okay next time i'm here um let's try to see if we can go for five i want to go back to something though about the nurses and because i think this is really important when we're thinking about um, and not just nurses, but but women and mm-hmm. humans, really just humans, right? When we overwork, 
when the grind and the hustle is for the future outcomes, mm-hmm. not for the right now present moment, then you lose your perspective. And when we lose our perspective, like kindness and compassion are like the toppings that make people amazing, right? It's kind of like the the sprinkles on top. Like those are the first things to go. Mm. Right? So, and people are dealing with a lot. Yeah, so true. People are dealing with so much. And so sometimes, like if I come across a nasty person, um, now I am an extraordinary personality, right? And and I, I can say things in a way that is very clear and direct, but also like allows you to feel me because it's really mm-hmm. hard and to be like, wow, what side of the bed did you wake up on this morning? Right. Like what can you do to make your day better? Because when your day is better, that means that I'm going to be able to eat lunch and not feel like I'm going to throw it up. I mean, you know, it's just kind of, I mean, and because that is so clear to let that person know, like right now you're acting like you're acting in a way that makes me want to vomit my lunch. And I haven't even had lunch. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, where I was, um, let me elaborate a little bit more on where I was coming from. Mm -hmm. And I made that statement. Um, there's some nurses who enter the field. Yeah. Maybe because they need some money, but they also, I feel like because they actually love what they're doing, but I feel like some of the nurses lack confidence when they're, they see something is wrong and they don't speak up for their patient, you know, or it's like, I'm just here to collect a check. So I'm not even really going. And I feel like that's where we miss it. You know, I, I'm not a nurse, but I have worked with a lot of nurses um, mm-hmm. for over nine years. Um, and I've seen nurses who go hard for their patients, go hard. And, you know, they they become like that nurse, like, oh, she thinks she knows it all. But I'm like, no, she's really fighting for her patient. She's really speaking up. And then you have the other nurses who's like, girl, I'm just here to collect a check. And let me just do what I need to do. I got to go home. I got to do this. And it's just like, where's that balance? I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like if you're a nurse and this is your job and this is what you sign up to do, if something is going on and you feel like maybe the doctor missed it or yeah. the nurse practitioner missed it, but you know what's going on, speak Say up. Something. Yeah. See something. Say something. I feel that. Yeah. You know, um, you know a, a couple of things. One Fear will take your breath away. Mm. I've been there, right? Like I've worked in an environment with an awful human and it literally took my voice away. And I had never had that experience to that level before, Mm -hmm. but it was a level of fear. And part of that fear was because I had so much riding on, you know, like my opportunity. And mm-hmm. I wasn't in a position to give a middle finger and keep it moving, right? And mm-hmm. so that, that fear and then not having the resources that I needed in order to support me to, to speak up for myself and not be concerned with the outcome. That, that is not easy, right? The right. second thing is, is that <clears throat> sometimes... Um, your past experiences can spill over into your new experiences. And Mm. the only way 
to deal with humans because humans are a whole a whole hot mess okay yes as a nurse they are a whole hot mess and they all lovely wrapped up self and um so you have to just like you have your your um your praise session in the car Mm -hmm. as a nurse a prudent nurse who is emotionally intelligent and sound Mm -hmm. in between patients because it's an energy like you literally have to let go of one energy before you move to the next room Mm. people in room three are cry right cry and you know like you know facts no facts but the people in five are so nice oh my god they just ask so many questions and they're really good questions but in room three you kind of have to create a boundary because they because the people in room seven might be racist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then you have to come off your guard right and so that takes intelligence and and understanding Mm -hmm. of your interpersonal self and that requires work right right i know a nurse who um we both know a nurse who can move around in between and in and out of rooms Mm -hmm. right and just and can be the same because you get to that level of expertise Mm -hmm. with your physiological understanding of your craft and you become an expert it doesn't matter who you're servicing Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't matter who you're servicing. It doesn't to me. It doesn't matter who I'm servicing. I don't care if you're crazy. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I've never heard it that way before. So here's what the rationale is for this. You know, dot dot dot. And then here is what the options are. But look, this is your body and your baby girl. I'm here to support what you want. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. it's not personal. So right, mm, and that's, yes, yes. And that's, it's not my ego, right? Like I don't go into the room with my ego because it's, that's not, that's not why they're there to receive care, to cater to my ego. No, mm. no, 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 you're absolutely right. You are here to do a job and we're expecting you to do this job to the best of your ability. Yes. If it's stuck, then we're expecting you to be a team player and to have a shared mental model with your teammates and say, Hey, I'm not really clear about this. How do I do that? But guess what though, Billy? Mm-hmm. That too requires your ego to be left in your car. Wow. Mm. Facts. That's so true. Yeah. And then I know I want to be respectful of time. The spirit, right? So mm-hmm. our mind, our body, our spirit, right? Like, where are you? in your daily life, right? Like what kind of energies are you coming in contact with? Um, How do you practice gratitude? Because Mm -hmm. practicing gratitude, right? Allows you to, it's like a muscle. And so Mm -hmm. it allows you to not always see all the patients that give you a lot of grief or be in situations where you feel like you don't understand or feel like you're in fear or where your ego is taking over because you like to be in control and tell people what to do. Mm -hmm. Where is your spirit connecting you to say, hey, I'm really grateful that I actually have a job that pays $70 an hour. That's so true. Yeah. And, oh, I'm so happy to be here. And this 
is job security. This craziness I got to deal with in room three, this is job security. Hi, would you guys like ice? I always offer people tea because I find that early, early, early in my career, mm-hmm. I found that if you offer people something who are like if their energy is in a way that is heavy or like doesn't really flow well, if you offer them something, then you let go some of your ego because mm. now you are being of service, right? And that's why we are nurses. And that's, you know, like part of your contribution to your community is to be of service, to be a servant and to mm-hmm. not be in your ego. Would you guys like some tea? No, I don't want no tea, but I would like some coffee. Let me go find you some coffee. You mm-hmm. want milk? Right? right? And people saying like, oh, this ain't a hotel. And no, you're absolutely right. It's not. There are boundaries. However, be of service. Because when you are of service, whatever I got in report from the last nurse, I can completely change a room in like five minutes. I mean, I granted, I'm really cute, even with a mask on. So it's hard, right? Yeah, you cute. You yeah. definitely cute. And I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know what I'm doing, I don't mind saying, you know what? This is my friend. She's way smarter than me. And she's here to help me because I want to make sure you get the best care, right? Like le- letting go of the ego, being. I love that. I love what you just said. I love that. Mm-hmm. What they call it? They call it managing up. This is my friend. She is so nice. Tell what my friend's name is. She's a nurse just like me. She's going to help us. She's way smarter at me than this, though. And then the nurse be like, girl, you just crazy. Stop it. And like, girl, you know you are because I don't know what's happening here. Because we're human. Mm-hmm. We do everything. Mm-hmm. But you're here in, a, in the most vulnerable space. And let me make sure that I treat you the way that I would want somebody to treat my family member. Yeah. Also, I know you talked about, um, I know we were going to talk about how to know when to let go and when to hustle. Can we talk a little bit more about that real quick? Yeah. I mean, if those things are not serving you, if you're, if Mm -hmm. you don't have the mental space, if you have children and you don't have the mental space Mm -hmm. to play with them, that's not serving you. Mm. Okay. I have conversations with people often, especially a year ago, right? When I made the decision to um, pull back on some really amazing work that I was doing um, and to like kind of, and when I recognize like, okay, homeschooling is a full-time job. Let me, let me not slight this human, right? Excuse me. You have to be okay to let go and mm. say, you know what? this is not serving my now. This is serving my future. And granted, I mean, don't get it twisted. Money serves your now because you can buy stuff, right? I'm looking at my backyard right now. I really want a pool and a hot tub and a kitchen and a back house <laughs> and a swing set. I mean, you know, look, I want the stuff. Mm-hmm. However, I am patient and I am, I am faithful. And I know that, you know, God makes no mistakes. And so with due time, those things will come and I'm okay to let go of the hustle because the present moment right now is I have a healthy child that likes to read, likes to do math and mm-hmm. will talk your ear off um, if you give him a word problem. Right? <laughs> you like how to do it and is begging me to go through the science project book. Look, like that is real. <clears throat> so create space to play with your children if you have kids. People ask mm-hmm. me all the time, like, what about his social? I'm like, Hello, social. First of all, 
children want to play with their parents. Okay, like if we look at the literature and textbook kids, right? If you mm-hmm. do a child development class, the first three, two years, they don't even play with other kids. They just play next to them. Mm. Interesting. They want to play with you. They want you to play with them, right? He wants us to play. I asked him just the other day, did you have a wonderful day today? He was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, well, well, we went to some tennis matches. And I was like, well, what was the best part of your day? And he was like, best part of my day is that I got to hang out with my mom and dad. Oh, that's so beautiful. Right. And he had played with other kids. and But that wasn't the best part of his day. The best part of his day was that I sat in the back seat with him. Right. I did not get to see the mountains that I wanted to see and be in silence and watch the earth and look at the clouds. No, he wanted to play a drawing game and play Uno. And the fact that I like did not look at and scroll the gram like I was hoping that I was going to have an hour and a half to do. He took so much pride that I wanted to sit in the back seat with him and that I was happy about playing. That's what matters, right? So be okay to let go. If you don't have children and you have people that are in your space and are, are you're in an environment, right, that doesn't allow for you to level up, mm-hmm. then find a space where you can have, that you can access that allows you to level up. When I was living in the middle of the city, Mm-hmm. and had to like jump over the lovely homeless people. Um, I needed to be able to have a space that was quiet and serene in order to like have quiet and to be able to connect with my inner thoughts and my inner self and mm-hmm. to be able to meditate, and not have any interruption. So I would drive to a neighborhood where there were not any homeless people. Now, granted, I didn't have to drive but two blocks. Insane. Um, or I would make my way to a local park and walk around in silence. We live in California, so we have the um, beautiful landscape, whether it's the ocean or the mountains to be able to like dip into at any given point. But be okay to do that. And you know what? Be okay to do that solo. Now, don't get crazy mm-hmm. going out in the mountains on a 110 day. Okay, don't be doing that. That's not smart. No. All right, don't do that alone. But let somebody know like, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to hike to Griffith Park. It usually takes me 45 minutes. I'm going to ping you when I'm back down the hill. Cool. My husband, he watch everywhere I go, girl. He be find me all the time. I bet he do. (laughs) (laughs) With your cute self. (laughs) With my cute self. And, you know, and just the hustle is real, y'all. It's not going to go nowhere, though. I I used to tell myself at the beginning of the pandemic when I let go of one of my jobs, Mm that everything doesn't have to happen right now. Cause guess what? I'm going to live a long time, but I only have 14 good summers with my kid that he wants to hang out with me. If I'm lucky, mm. 14 summers, if I'm lucky, right? After that, he going to want to hang out with his homies. Right. Yeah. So if now he's eight, you know, um, I say, you know what I got? You know, mm-hmm. six more summers. I'm I'm gonna be cool. Let me just be chill. It's okay. It's it doesn't all have to happen right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. 
Thank you so much, Jada, for coming on. Before I let you go, do you have any final words of encouragement um, for our listeners today? Get your mind right and get your blood clean, right? So eat food that serves you. Walk, join Girl Trek, learn your history, be empowered by other women. Get your cardiovascular exercise on. Figure out how to have orgasms multiple times throughout the week, whether it's by yourself or with a partner. It's good for your brain. It's, it's good for your health. Um, and give gratitude often. Like find the good in your life and write it down, or speak it out loud, and look at yourself in the mirror and acknowledge what you love about yourself. Because when you love yourself, then loving other people is like, it's kind of second nature. There are ways you can support Sister Crown this season. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and share it because we all know sharing is caring, as well as following us on Facebook, Instagram, where you can like, share, and post our stories. Also, Sister's Crown is now offering life coaching services with Bill Keys. If you are interested in being coached or you know someone who might be interested in being coached, please go ahead and visit our website at www.sisterscrown.com where you can find out more information about life coaching and how you can schedule a free complimentary breakthrough session with Bill Keys. Thank you. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remain blessed, be encouraged. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at sisterscrown underscore podcast or on our website, www.sisterscrown.com for the latest news and updates.